I'm Michelle White. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioural and psychological aspects of IBS and other gut disorders too. It's every conversation you've wanted to have about your gut symptoms but couldn't. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. Today we're talking about hypnotherapy versus hypnosis. I'll start with this. One of the funniest experiences I ever had in my whole life was going to a stage hypnosis show. I laughed so hard at this one point, I actually thought I was going to throw up. There was a huge group of us that went, a big bunch of friends. And one of our friends, Donna, went up on stage and she was part of the show. Then for the break, she was given this set of instructions that she would be incredibly thirsty that she would be compelled to drink to quench her thirst. And when she did drink, she would howl like a wolf. And the more she drank, the thirstier she would become and the louder she would howl. (laughs) So there was this one point during the break, she was howling away and she needed to use the bathroom. So one of our other friends took her to the bathroom and and, – Our other friend was in the cubicle and Donna was out in the bathroom waiting to use the toilet and she was so thirsty that uh, she she couldn't overcome it and she turned the tap on and crouched down and had a drink of water from the tap and because the acoustics in the bathroom was so loud, her howl (laughs) was incredible and scared the life out of everybody that was in the toilets. But then she came back to the table and she was reaching for drinks to quench her thirst. So we asked her if she could try not howling after she had a drink to see if she could override it. And she was convinced that she could and she gave it her best effort. She lasted about 30 seconds was the longest time before she actually used the table to leverage herself into the most almighty howl. And we were laughing uncontrollably while she was telling us that while she was howling, she could even see the moon and a mountain peak in her vision. If you haven't been to a stage show, do it. They're so funny. And if you do go with somebody who is excited to be up on the stage, even better. So let's talk a bit about that stage hypnosis and the hypnosis that's portrayed on TV as well. It has a different objective to clinical hypnotherapy. Now, everyone's going to have their own opinions of this. So before you jump at me, know that this is just my interpretation via my training and my experience and how I use hypnotherapy in my clinic based on what I've learned is most effective in my setting. Now, stage hypnosis is entertainment and it's very real. It's not set up. And in fact, for fun, my course had an afternoon of training in stage hypnosis. Now, I've not used it since, so don't ask me to make you cluck like a chicken or howl like a wolf. I can't do it. But to understand any form of hypnosis and stage hypnosis, which I'm going to talk about and explain to you, it's important to know a little bit about how the mind works. So you've got the conscious mind, which is your rational and reasoning mind. It's your thinking mind, your frontal cortex behind your forehead. It's also like your filter. 
Then you have your subconscious mind, which is where your values and beliefs sit. It's the place of intuition and instinct. And it's also where your habits are programmed into. So from the smallest crash course ever, we can now look at how stage hypnosis happens. So you've got this stage show coming to town. And people who buy tickets know there's an opportunity to be in the show. And some people want to be on the stage. They want to be the entertainment and have a story to tell their friends for the next 10 years. Already, the idea of being on stage matches that person's thoughts and emotions and values and belief systems. They're open to being hypnotized. Then... The hypnotist comes on stage with all the theatrical music and lighting to make it sound so exciting and he calls everyone who wants to be in in the show up onto the stage and like 30 people run up there all wanting to be there but a few people have been dragged up by their friends and they're tentative. They'd prefer to be in the audience. They don't want to be on the stage. Being hypnotized doesn't match their thoughts and their emotions and their belief systems. Then the hypnotist does a series of suggestibility exercises to see who is most suggestible for his show and guess who the first people are who don't go into hypnosis. They're the friends who don't want to be there. So he sends them back to their seats and the show goes on until he has the most suggestible people remaining on stage. Now suggestible does not mean weak-minded. It means that those people are the most compliant for that situation. And that's what makes the show so great. Now, clinical hypnotherapy is hypnotherapy used in a clinical and therapeutic setting. That's why it has the word therapy on the end of it. And it's not referred to as hypnosis. Here's what I explain to every client who comes into my Mind Matters Clinic based on the experience that they'll have with me. The state of hypnosis is not an altered state of consciousness that feels unusual or out of this world. Hypnotherapy is designed to slow down your conscious, rational and reasoning mind, that thinking mind, and to bring you into your subconscious state, which is quieter. There's more clarity and insight there. It's a very pleasant place to be. It's actually the same place that people who meditate or practice yoga go. There's no clunk from your busy conscious mind down into the subconscious. Those two work in conjunction with each other and they overlap. It's a subtle place. It's also very gentle. And the way I practice it is anyway because every hypnotherapist is going to practice differently just like every physiotherapist or counsellor. I see my role as a facilitator to quieten down your thinking mind and engage you in your subconscious and facilitate you around there. My role is not to put you into hypnosis and make a suggestion to your subconscious to behave in a different way. That's pretty hit and miss because we need to first gain insight about the underlying reasons and value you as a complex human being with your own thoughts and emotions and memories and values and beliefs from your lifetime of experiences. Nothing I suggest is magically going to transform you. 
But what will work is if I facilitate you around your world, then the answers come from you and we can never get that wrong. It's always right. And no one has any control over you without your permission. There's this misconception that uh, a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist is the person that controls you and you do what they say. So if I suggest right now that you scratch your nose, you choose whether or not you do. I can't make you. It's your choice. Hypnotherapy is the same. Essentially, your level of relaxation and therefore engagement in hypnotherapy is completely up to you. You can be as relaxed as you'd like to be, as relaxed as you choose to be. I'm just facilitating. It's conversational. Your eyes are closed to help you go inwards, but at the end of the day, you can open your eyes and even walk out anytime if you like. It just feels relaxing. It's often a level of relaxation that you haven't felt before or you haven't felt for a really long time. And I've got to say, I've never met a client who doesn't love the feeling of relaxation once they experience it. And the thing I love so much about practicing clinical hypnotherapy is it's so dynamic We aren't just talking about the problem till the cows come home. We're getting in there and gaining insight about the root of the problem and then resolving it in that moment. You can totally overcome your symptoms. I'm enthusiastically committed to kicking IBS's butt for you using clinical hypnotherapy. Done. I'm Michelle White and you've been listening to Happy Insights. You can follow Happy Inside on Facebook. And here's some other options. You can subscribe to Happy Inside on Apple Podcasts and leave your comments there. If one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside IBS Recovery Program is for you. If not, you can purchase the Happy Inside iPhone app. And if you already own it, don't forget to review and rate it on the App Store. These details can be found at happyinside.com.au. Join me here each week for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.